You are listening. You are listening. You are listening to. Do not to not elsewhere. Not elsewhere. 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 Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. Please make sure to subscribe by going to Apple, Google, Stitcher, TunedIn, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, welcome. I also want to promote our partners who help support the podcast. To get a list of our partners, including the Haugen Consulting Group, uh, Project Resume, RadRx, you can go to medicalcodinggeek.com slash partners. You could find more information on special pricings on the services and products that they offer. Also, I do want to promote some speaking engagements that I have been scheduled for uh, April 7th, which is HealthCon, which is now virtual, which we will be talking about in this episode. Uh, I will be speaking with Jeff White, who is our guest on today's episode. Uh, It'll be on April 7th, uh, hopefully the same time, uh, April 7th, 3.45 to 5 p.m. I think it's been changed to an hour, so maybe like 3.45 to 4.45. It is Session 6i. So again, look for that. Session 6i, April 7th at 3.45 Uh, April 16th, I've been invited to speak for Cherry Hill, New Jersey, AAPC chapter. Uh, April 21st, which was an in-person session, but now a virtual due due to the coronavirus. I am now a virtual speaker for the Greater Orlando uh, chapter, Florida chapter, AAPC chapter. Uh, That is on April 21st. April 23rd, I've just uh, added on a new... Uh, session April 23rd, I will be speaking for Concord, North Carolina, AAPC chapter. And then June 11th, I will speak for uh, the Villages, Florida, AAPC chapter. Uh, today on the podcast, I bring back, as I had mentioned, Jeff White. So if you're listening, if this is your first episode, stop this episode. Go back to episode number 10. So that way you get a better understanding of Jeff White, who is a great guy. So I have him back again, only because in April 7th, uh, HealthCon, he is my co-speaker. And initially, we had set up this uh, interview or this podcast episode to talk about HealthCon. But since the coronavirus has come about, it pretty much changed our topic of discussion. So in this episode, of course, we talk about how we uh, got together in wanting to speak at HealthCon, how the coronavirus has uh, affected especially HealthCon, but not just HealthCon, but other uh, conferences, healthcare conferences. Also, how it has affected our area where we live. But I think most importantly, what what you would want to listen for is uh, working remote, which is our topic in HealthCon. But most specifically in this episode, we talk about how uh, there are a lot of parents who used to work at on site, but now work on uh, work at home, and now their kids, since they're since uh, schools are closed, the the schools uh, the kids are now in 
at home. And so this brings a challenge, especially if you're working from home and also your children are going to school at home. So take a listen to our tips uh, just to give you an idea. My kids have been in virtual school for since 2018. So you might want to listen to that information there. So without further ado, please uh, enjoy our episode uh, with Jeff White. Thank you. All right, so uh, let's get started, everybody. Welcome to the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast. Uh, I'm continuing on with my sequela episodes, bringing back previous guests uh, to the podcast. Not because I don't have any <laughs> guests. I'm actually having, I have a lot of guests, but this guest, I wanted to ha- have him come back. He's a special guy. Uh, Jeff White, welcome to the podcast again. How are you doing? Hey, I'm happy to be back. Uh, happy to be talking to somebody because I've been <laughs> sequestered in my house. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, no, I, I, you know, relatively doing pretty well. How about you, Brian? Uh, we're okay. Uh, you know, especially with this coronavirus thing. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, same sure. thing. I'm in my what I call the dungeon <laughs> for like over 12 hours a day. I cook and, you know, and, and do some exercise maybe. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that for sure. But so far, so good. Um, you know, I, I don't have any symptoms since I've been in the house. Uh, but that's nothing changed since since before the virus. I've been in my in my dungeon the whole entire time, so it, it's nothing nothing uh, nothing out of the ordinary. So, uh, but that's good. All right, so I have you back on because the original uh, intent. I mean, we we've been planning this for quite some time, is to have you mm-hmm. back because I wanted to, uh, or we were going to talk about originally. We were going to talk about HealthCon. And because I actually asked Jeff to be a co-speaker uh, for the national conference, and I really wanted to get into that, but we will get into that. But uh, because the coronavirus is is now a pandemic, I think it's just nice to have two guys just kind of get together and kind of like chat about what's going on, and and I'm sure everybody is dealing with the same issues with the coronavirus staying in their uh, homes self-quarantine and whatever but i think this is more of a good outlet for us to kind of let loose and, and chat what's what's going on but of course we're going to talk about remote work we're going to talk about healthcon or our speaking events and so forth so i'm going to toss it back to you if uh, so oh, before i even get to that uh, if you guys, you're episode 10, right? So if you're listening to this now, go back to, I remember the number, it's episode 10, because that's a special <laughs> number, episode 10 of the podcast where, uh, where I first initially had a first, uh, our first uh, interview with Jeff White. Uh, listen to that podcast. It's great. It's more about podcasting in itself, how you can start a podcast. He was the first guest on the actual discussion about podcasting, which I highly suggest everybody do at some point. And of course, now that we have a lot of time, 
uh, with this coronavirus, since we can't go out too, you know, too much, I'm sure most of you are thinking about doing podcasts. So, Jeff, what's been going on since uh, episode 10? <laughs> well, you know, quite a lot. And, and you're right, man. It, it, this would be the perfect time for anybody to, to jump into podcasting because uh, uh, if you're going to be at home and you've got some time in your hands, uh, it's the perfect thing to do. And, and you know, uh, not to rehash what we talked about in episode 10, but it's a great way to get 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 out into the community without actually getting out into the community. So, um, but what's been happening? So much has happened since the last time we spoke on a podcast together. Um, I was, I think at the time I was doing contract coding, um, which I enjoyed, but it was kind of a roller coaster. And since then I started working, um, uh, in the insurance industry, health insurance for a health insurer, and uh, I've moved my way up into management. So, All right. um, yeah, so th- <laughs> things have been pretty good. It's been a crazy two, I think it's been a couple of years, but uh, it's been pretty intense. But, you know, things are going pretty well right now. All right, good for you. Good for you. Uh, and other it, than the pandemic, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but even even before the, if you guys are, what, what's your what's your Instagram handle, by the way? Is it at at, at Jeff is awake or what? What's your Instagram? Yeah, handle? Jeff is awake. At, at yep. Jeff is awake. So if you're um, last time on our podcast, we had uh, Jessica Olson. She has um, a great instagram profile where she shares her story but if you if you really want some some entertainment on on a remote side you know check out jeff's uh instagram story uh he does a lot (laughs) on some of this like i like the ones especially um where you're in your office and for some reason you have to like let out a thought (laughs) it's really well thought out or or uh you come up i think the last one was you came up with a song and you showed uh Two coding books, specifically, what was it Euro? Yes, <laughs> Euro I, genital I or, or some risk risk adjustment. Codes. I did a parody of uh, Ebony and Ivory <laughs> with two uh, Optum coding companions. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you should you should check out this. I mean, I've I've um, I've I think when I first uh, like when I when we did your podcast, uh, you were remote, but I wasn't. So when I oh, okay when I finally moved up here to Central Florida, I I got a sense of, of what you were dealing with in in episode ten, um, which carried on to what we're going to talk about in HealthCon. But um, what I started doing is the Instagram stories too, only because like. It's like aside from the podcast, you definitely need an outlet, and I found myself like, I have so much to say. The thing is, I'm a, I'm a people person, I guess. Uh, I like to connect right. with people and chat, but when you're when you're stuck in an office, uh, and 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 nobody else to to deal with, you get that cabin fever. So, uh, aside from podcasting, the Instagram stories has been somewhat of my outlet. So. Uh, if you guys feel like that now, just put up something, you know, put up a picture, do a video. I see people now doing workouts on, on their Instagram stories, so I might try and do that too. Like they're they're videotaping their actual workouts in their home gym. Yeah, and, I can and, promise you that 
I can promise you that will never uh, appear on my <laughs> stories. <laughs> you sure you've been doing? I know you've been doing some yoga. So why don't you? You should uh, do like a little time lapse of your of your. Uh, was it the the? Um, what, what yoga is that? The the Diamond Dalich Page yoga. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've been doing the the DDPY yoga, which I highly recommend. But yeah. I I don't want anybody to be depressed by watching me attempt it. So <laughs> I'm just keeping them out. <laughs> Why not? It it should be motivating. I know we had um, what's her name? Uh, gosh, I forgot the name, but I know it was the episode where we had a yoga. Uh, instructor um, on the podcast. Gosh, she's also from Arkansas too. Gosh, I forgot. Christina South. There you go. Christina South. Oh, really? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's from Arkansas too. I'm not too sure exactly where, but she also does yoga. Um, she did some videos. So I'm like, well, you know what? Now, now it's, it must be an Arkansas thing. So now Jeff White's getting into, into some yoga. Maybe he'll do some videos. Maybe, you know, so... Uh, hopefully the feedback is good after this episode, and then maybe they'll ask for some yoga videos from you. <laughs> from you if there's if there's two things Arkansans love, it's it's yoga and fried food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what we've been doing. I've been doing a lot of Instagram stories. Um, I've been dabbling a bit on on Twitter nowadays, uh, only because oh, yeah. of the news sources. I find like the especially when you go into Twitter, even though like because I have, I have, um, I have my Facebook, I have an Instagram, uh, but Twitter seems to be more like where you can find information, especially when you do a lot of hashtags. Mm-hmm. Which I might have to do another <laughs> do a podcast on how to leverage um, Twitter uh, for finding a lot of the news sources, uh, which I found a lot on on uh, on the coronavirus. So uh, I'll I'll kind of talk about that later. But um, so yeah, it's good to to hear from you. It's good to see that you're moving up in the world, growing up, being a big boy, going <laughs> into management. Good for you, yeah. Uh, so that's great. So that's great. Uh, and then you also have your CPCI, um, and which jumps yep. into HealthCon. I said, you know what? This guy has his. I, we had a great uh, conversation on on the on the last podcast. I figured, man, there there has to be a way where I could bring him here and we could do something together. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I got off the the previous the, the first time I did a national conference was actually at the Agdis conference, the Association of Clinical Documentation Integrity Specialists, and I was such on a high. I'm like, you know what? I could do another national conference, and and uh, but this time around, I want to invite somebody. Uh, to do it with me. I did it with a co-speaker last time. And I said, you know what? That, it, it actually feels good when you have a co-speaker. So I might as well do it again for for this ne- next national conference. And when HealthCon, gosh, well, how long has it been? I know they, they asked for it a while back, like, like in 2019, sometime in the fall. And once I got the the one of the indicators to uh, sign up, to be a speaker, I said, well, you know, I don't want to do it by myself. And I think at this point uh, in doing speaking engagements, when people ask me, well, how did it go, Brian? Well, I said, you know, I kind of treat it like my podcast. And and so 
I wanted to, I, from now on, I like to, whenever I do speaking engagements, I'm going to ask somebody to come with me only because I feel comfortable doing kind of like the back and forth. And when I did the um, the face-to-face right. episode with Leon Tanette in Gainesville, that to me kind of like opened my eyes. I'm like, wow, this is great. I can actually do this face-to-face. So going back to us, I'm like, you know what? Let me get Jeff over here because I think we would do a, an awesome job uh, presenting. I don't know what topic back then because <laughs> I really didn't have a topic. Um, but I, <laughs> I really didn't. I said, I don't know what I'm going to talk. Because I, I, for me, I don't, I don't, I don't like talking about coding because uh, I, I like, I feel like there are people who can do that. You know, like it's, it's something that that is not within my box. I like to go outside of the right. box and and do something different. And I'm always more like, okay, what what is something else that we can also talk about that nobody else really talks about per se? And I said, well, you know what? Let me kind of mirror it on episode 10. And so, of course, episode 10 was about your podcast. But then was more like what I got mm-hmm. out of your episode was like you needed an escape because you were uh, working remote. And I'm like, right. okay. So that's our connection and we kind of toss back and forth on on linkedin and not linkedin on instagram i said well why don't we just talk about our last podcast and you're like sure i said you sure you can be able to make yeah i says you want a hotel okay and then you know i think my company can pay for it i'm like okay and i said well if push comes to shove you can always (laughs) stay in my house it's like okay (laughs) so we're we're all good and then he agreed and then i said well what's going to be our topic and he says, "Well, I think we talked about. I think we talked about it last time, right? We've we've been on. You know, we've been communicating on Instagram. Um, but we, if well, just to give you guys an idea, the title of our presentation. So we're giving a plug for HealthCon. So AAPC, if you're listening, we're doing the job of, of promoting our our session. It is called the pitfalls of working remote." Real stories from two work-at-home dads. Now, the last part, though, the two work-at-home dads, that actually, to me, was like a like initially a podcast idea. <laughs> I think we talked about real... Do you remember that? I think long time ago, right. like, like, like we were off the... We were coming off a high of, of episode 10. I do, yeah. I mean, it, it, it yeah. still no, sounds I, good I agree. to me. I'm like, that's what. I, that's why I brought you here again too. I was like, do you do you do you want to do a joint <laughs> podcast and, and call it two two work at home dads <laughs> or two two remote working dads or something like that? I think just just kind of like doing what we're doing now, gibbering gibbering yeah. off certain topics, whatever it may be, off the top of our heads. And the thing is, is that I see. I don't know if you see it. You still listen to podcasts, right? So what I've seen in in podcasts nowadays is like uh a lot of the podcasts have been separate like you know like the individual here and individual here and mostly i listen to a lot of pot uh uh, podcasts from comedians so there's usually like a a rotation uh, or a group of friends that Mm -hmm. uh that are in the comedy industry such as let's say for example uh joe rogan tom segura uh burt kreischer uh chris delia uh bobby lee so they're usually in a circle but what i'm finding now is that those some of the comic comedians they do their own podcast but then they come together and create their own podcast and um uh there's one with uh i forgot there's there's 
Tom Segura and uh, Burt Kreischer. There's Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino. By the way, uh, not professional podcasts when they're com- com- comedian podcasts. But I, I always, it's not so much for the <laughs> the content. I do laugh at it, but it's more like what what brought them together and why are they bringing them together? And I think the the thing that I look for is the chemistry. So going back to the last episode i'm like well that we have some great chemistry i think i could do this on a on a somewhat weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis or whatever it may be it depends on what your schedule is we're still kind of like it's up in the air uh but hopefully after this episode and let's 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 do it i want some two i want i want the two to the work at home dad podcast or something like that (laughs) so that is the general idea uh, so I brought him in. I said, well, what are we going to call it? Uh, and I think I wrote down, I typed down, let's talk about the pitfalls. As I told you, the pitfalls of work remote, uh, real stories from two work at home dads. Right. Um, so I think when, when I, I know we could talk about remote work all day. There's a lot of people who are, um, who uh, are doing it now, like with their articles. But I felt like, you know what, if in most of the industry, uh, especially medical coding is mostly female, right? Not to say not that nothing that there's nothing wrong, but sometimes it would be nice to hear from two dads who work from home. And it's usually a, uh, a rare find to find guys in the coding industry. So at least to hear our perspectives, um, and I think in, in our session, it'll be more story based because uh, you like to talk in stories. I, I am I, I'm definitely, you know, uh, a storyteller. And what you'll get out of this presentation is more like our case study. Uh, so that is really the idea. We have some stories to tell you. Uh, but, yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, no, it should be interesting. I mean, and like you said, I think it's it's a new perspective. You know, two dads, two guys in, in the coding industry working remote. And there are so many people, especially now, um, with the coronavirus going around that are, that are starting to work from home that maybe haven't done it before. And, and so I think that, yeah, we're bringing, even though people, I think, in our industry have been working from home for a while now, um, that number is going to increase exponentially as we go along. And I think especially after oh, this, yeah. you know, uh, especially after all of these people getting sent home uh, with coronavirus, uh, you know, fears, I think companies are going to figure out, well, wait a minute, you know, we have the capability to do this. So um, more and more people are going to start doing it. So, yeah, I, I think it's good. And and like you said, we're going to we're going to do it kind of a story based and um I definitely agree with you that, I mean, I love coding, but I don't love to talk about coding all that much or, or a specific, <laughs> yeah. you know, a specific coding yeah. issue. Um, so it's good. I think we're kind of doing like the lifestyle part of coding is, is opposed to the technical yes, part. There yeah. you go. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And that's why I like the lifestyle. Like, can, can we promote the lifestyle? Because I think that's more. Um, that's the reason why I created Medical Coding Geek in the first place is not so like people ask me, well, what's the topic going to be? Are do you can you can you suggest like right now, like tele telehealth has been such a big topic mm-hmm. and they're asking me, like, can you give a webinar on tele? Can you do a podcast episode on telehealth? I said, I I am not the person to do 
do that webinar <laughs> with. Uh, and 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 if you listen to my podcast, there's no there's it's it's not a presentation. That's that's not what it is. Right. And and basically, you know, I again I invited you here. I gave you no script. There is no script. We're just talking, just just talking as if you were here. We're eating nachos together, and <laughs> we're just like chatting. That's how it works, and 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 that's what usually is the basis of this podcast. So, uh, which comes back to my my original point was, you know, the the real intent was for you to come here to Florida so we can finally meet. That was the real goal. You know, I I felt that was more like an excuse to get you over here. Yeah, my intent was for you to come here. Right, we were going to do the. Uh, the presentation, but it wasn't gonna be like a presentation where, like, you know, oh yeah, we have to we have to talk with with high level professionals and, right. and stuff like that. No, it was just us for us to chat, have a discussion. I was gonna make it feel like more like a TED talk, like for what was the time? I think back then it was like seventy minutes or something, like a seventy minute TED talk of us just chatting and really just more create created more like a podcast environment rather than like okay. Um, because the thing I don't what I don't like in in presentations, or at least for me being in presentations, is me trying to follow the slides. Right, right, right. I don't want that. I don't want the slide. Just send me the slides and I'm good. But I really I come to, um, I come to conferences to meet the speaker and their ability to share information. Uh, if if it's not up to par, then you know that I mean I'm not really as interested. Can they? I guess the real challenge for for speakers nowadays is engagement. Are they right. able to engage? Because um, if I'm going to sit there and and read you, have people read slides to me, then why did I <laughs> why did I wake up and come uh, to this? Or could I have gone to somebody else who was more entertaining? That's the idea: is for us to do not a presentation, but more of a performance yeah performance a, a professional topic yeah it's a show i mean you know any any place you go where you're watching somebody speak you really you you hit the nail on the head when you said entertained like you still have to kind of entertain people even if it's a really boring topic um mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so and not that our topic is boring i think it's very exciting but um, you know, our even our uh, presentation could be something that could be boring if you don't add some life into it. If you don't come across as exactly. a, a human being, you know, uh, trying to try to connect mm-hmm. with people on a human level. So I, I think even though we're not doing something technical, this is a big part of coding, and, and this is a big part of the yeah. industry. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's something that people need to talk about and need to hear. So. So yeah, and, and we'll try yeah. and do it as entertaining as possible. I mean, we, we had to cut out our our dance routine since we won't be doing it live. Yeah, that, that's that that's what I want to talk about. Is that we the initial intent was for us to do it in person. Like you know, for me, my style is I I don't like to stand behind the podium. I'm up in the up and down the aisles aisles. I'm looking at you directly. Right. You know, that type of thing. I even suggested you for you to bring your guitar and start playing. Yeah. <laughs> no, and stuff like that. Here's was the here was the initial plan, right? So for those that were going to HealthCon in Coronado Springs, gosh, it was such a beautiful hotel. Um 
it was beautiful resort. They 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 upgraded everything. They put a new high rise. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyways, the initial plan right for us was to do the presentation. Which, by the way, it is session right now. It still is. I'm looking right at it now. Uh, session six I. It is on April seventh. We're the last session mm-hmm. of the whatever of the day. I think that's on a Tuesday or or Wednesday, February seventh yeah, at three forty five to 5 p.m. Well, now that's changed, right? So I'll, I'll talk about the, some of the changes. But it starts at 3.45. That might change. That's the initial time. But the but the the real plan was for us to do our presentation, right? And it's going to be at the end of the day. We're going to be hungry. After the presentation, I was going to say, you know what? If you guys are hungry, come join us at the, uh, the cafeteria. And I've been telling Jeff about Coronado Springs nachos so bad because I because every I mean I I go there I mean I'm not a guest and I go there I go there and you know because the thing is you have to go through the gate the security gate mm-hmm. and uh, I usually come up with some excuse like oh I have to drop this off for a guest oh I'm going to this conference oh I'm you know, I have to you have to say something because uh, they normally won't let you in. So that's the trick, guys. If you guys are going into a, a resort, um, so you go in there, and we would have the nachos, and the nachos are like a huge plate of nachos. Like for ten bucks, you get a lot. So I was like, man, I was I was craving it. I'm craving it now, but now the hotel is closed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was the plan. We were gonna you know do our presentation, talk about our remote stories, have a good time. That really is because at the end of the day people are like i want to go home go back to my hotel yeah no we're going to continue the the entertainment keep you guys lively and updated on our ourselves right and talk about like maybe you might get some nuggets of information from our presentation then we're going to go head straight over to the cafeteria and have some nachos <laughs> that was the idea <laughs> yeah i was i mean it, i was really excited about just you know taking it easy being being a presentation that people could feel at ease and you know not feel stuffy i think a lot of times with these uh, conference um, meetings or presentations, it can feel again. It's so technical, whatever. But yeah, I was looking forward to kind of making it an easygoing uh, presentation, and then hanging out with some people afterwards, grabbing some nachos, playing yeah. guitar. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, bring the guitar too. Oh yeah, well, you know. Been I mean, I could still play that guitar the on, the, we... on uh, remotely, I suppose, but it's it doesn't have yeah, the same effect. We, we can. <laughs> We still can. Um, even we we even had discussions on wearing like I don't know I don't know if you guys have seen the like the Christmas suits the holiday suits or something like that some crazy jacket I said you know Jeff let me sh- let me show you this this website maybe we could come up with a, a matching jacket <laughs> a matching jacket theme uh, and I showed him the website and now we can't do that anymore so we had to look at the you know some of the things that you have to look at in in doing a presentation is the, the dress code so once we right. got the dress code you have to be professional wear I'm like darn I, we can't wear our cool matching jackets uh matching socks and shoes and all of that i don't know we're all gonna go matching pretty go out with a bang that's the thing is like i i don't like to be in the norm you know and then so 
I like to surprise the the conference attendees. Like, who are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> why did we Why did we approve them in the first place? And they're gonna come up with an audible with some weird jackets <laughs> and a, and a guitar. They didn't add that to the to the audio visual list. So, uh, you know, just some unexpected audibles. This was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So. That was our plan. I mean, I, I was I was gung ho and ready to go until, uh, gosh, it was this month alone uh, that the the coronavirus uh, just totally just I, I don't know I don't know if it's the the number the numbers yes are going up but I think it's more of the awareness of the disease that that kind of. Uh, made everybody aware, right? Like, okay, well, this is now a real issue. Back in, oh gosh, back in when did I first hear about? I think it was like in in December, January, right? January, mm-hmm. I heard about it. It's in China. Okay, uh, February, uh, I I didn't let nothing bother me because February I turned forty. <laughs> I turned forty. I'm like nothing's bothering me this time around. <laughs> it wasn't until the end of February that yes it started to get really serious so um that's where i went to twitter you know through all the social media platforms and and then i'm like boy you know we're in march and uh you know you start seeing the well first of all the one thing that that um that uh that caught my attention was the himss conference which is the health information management uh, system society conference which mm-hmm. was a global conference um and i had had actually won uh tickets i had actually won a free registration by i think the company's ehr pros so oh, wow. shout out to them ehr pros uh yeah they did a they did some raffle on linkedin they called it the golden ticket and uh all you had to do was just put a hashtag in there <laughs> and it was only i think only like five people five people did it and i well then now you know i had like a really good chance so it was me and my wife who is a er nurse but she has a back she actually has her bachelor's in health information management oh, wow. and she's been very interested yeah in in electronic health records and i said you want to come with me at least just one day and so i was already reared to go you know to go to uh, which was i think it was last week two weeks ago uh, to the HIMSS conference. And then now, you know, you start seeing the the news come up. I'm like, boy, you know, I wonder how this is going to affect the uh, the conference. And then when I, and then when I started to watch uh, HIMSS and what they're following with, with the uh, CDC, with the World Health Organization, uh, you know, eventually they even uh, President Bush, uh, not President Bush, gosh, wrong president. President Trump was supposed to uh, go there on a Monday and speak about interoperability. Um, and I was like, OK, well, at least let me just go and see that or, or something, because I just want to see the not so much, you know, the the. Um, I don't know if I would be able to get in it, but just the environment right, of it all, right. because it's a global conference. There's a lot of people coming. Well, then they eventually just canceled it. So I'm like, darn. So what what um, what prompted me to to look at? Um, well, is I figured, you know, if they're going to cancel HIMSS, what other conferences are they going to cancel or become virtual? So in this case. HIMSS became virtual, right? But they they haven't really announced anything yet. So I then that my my eyes turned to um, HealthCon mm-hmm. because HIMSS and um, 
and HealthCon, they're basically in the same county, kind of like they're Osceola and Orange County. They're like really neighboring counties. So uh, if one does one thing, the other one will do the other. And so really my eyes became very watchful on Disney because uh, Coronado Springs was uh, is a resort in, in as part of Disney. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, let me watch what's going on. And eventually, you know, push comes to shove. They closed the parks in Disneyland and they closed the parks in in Disney World. Well, then they left the resorts open, which kind of left like, you know, uh, HealthCon up in the air. Then they closed the resorts. That's a lot of resorts, by the way. Right. So, uh, that, I mean, it's a lot, a whole lot, uh, tons of resorts uh, in the health uh, in the Disney area that are closed. And so as a result of that, HealthCon became virtual. So um, that that is another one. Um, I know the Rise Conference. I think that's in, in Tennessee, I think, somewhere, or Kentucky. Uh, that got, I don't know if it got canceled or if it got postponed or if it became virtual. Uh, and now what I'm watching now is the conference in May in Las Vegas, which is the ACDIS conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Brian Murphy, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm worried about it too, even though I'm not going. That's over in Las Vegas on the Mirage. So uh, I've been watching the social media platforms. And and one thing that, uh, well, basically from what I see, it's probably going to have to be canceled because the pretty much the Las Vegas trip, I don't know if you've been there, uh, it started out with the Strat, the Stratosphere, mm-hmm. which is like in the northern, I think it's the northern part of the Las Vegas Strip. That got closed. So I'm like, oh boy, if that got closed, then then the Mirage is basically like down the street uh, from there. And, and, and then lo and behold, a lot of the MGM uh, hotels, which include the, the Mirage, are now closed. So I'm like, well, if, if that's closed, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of resorts being closed. Uh, so now uh, I'm, we're watching, and I know ACDIS, they're watching it too, making the decision if they're going to uh, move forward or not. So a lot of conferences are being canceled and becoming virtual. So that's that's what's happening now. Yeah, and I mean, I think it, obviously it's a good decision, you know, not to have everybody around everybody else. Um, I wonder how this virtual thing's going to go. I mean, I, I'm excited that... Um, AAPC has decided to make it virtual instead of just canceling altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do kind of wonder how it's going to go. Uh, it's definitely a, a different feel than actually getting to go to a conference in person. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. How do mm-hmm. you feel? I mean, w- were you leaning either way? Are you glad that it's virtual now instead of uh, them postponing? Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, uh, I really wanted to do it in person, right? Um, but I'm like, you know, now I don't have to work out and lose weight to fit in a suit no more. <laughs> suit no more. <laughs> I don't have to work out as hard anymore, you know, to fit into to look good in a suit. Because because here's what happened, right? So uh, going back to Jessica's um, episode where I did the, the 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 whatever the the dopey challenge. After I finished the dopey challenge, I, I've been more. I, I told her I, I'm in a running funk. Yeah. Right. So I'm not running those long distances anymore. And so because I'm because my body was so accustomed to running those distances, 
<laughs> I started to gain weight. So I gained like 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 12 or 15 pounds coming back out of that race. So I'm like, darn. And I'm like, how is that going to, you know, it was more of a selfish thing. But um, like now I don't have to, which is really good now because it's vir- virtual. So I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I'm sad that, you know, that you're not able to come here. Uh, and, and I really wanted to meet you for in person. Uh, but you know, of course, because as you mentioned, the safety of people who are coming in, I mean, people now, like, you know, I think it it has to deal with the travel, you know, people are traveling in, um, there's a big risk, you know, especially for those that are coming out of the, um, from, uh, from out of the country coming into the country and they're stuck in customs, right? Those customs lines are long and you don't know who has the coronavirus or not. And a lot of the people that, uh, have gotten the, the virus as uh, were travelers, right. you know? Right. Uh, so like even a person who I think, um, there's a lot of, you know, I, I watch, you know, some of the, the, the celebrities who have it. Uh, some people, even some athletes who have it, but what's the most common denominator is that, that the fact that they're traveling, they're traveling on airplanes, the airplanes yeah. are closed. And, you know, for those that are coming into the conference, especially for those that were planning to come to HealthCon, most of them were going to travel over in an airplane, including yourself. And, you know, God forbid, you know, something happens. We don't want that to happen. I think a lot of the uh, conferences being closed were, you know, more of a response of safety. Right. Uh, making sure everybody's safe. And then, you know, also liability, too. Like, you know, you don't want to have like here's here's what's happening like here in, in Florida. Right. <clears throat> which which caused like a big uproar. Uh, I live in central Florida. So over on the west coast of Florida, there's a beautiful beach called uh, Clearwater Beach. Mm-hmm. Right. And the mayor wanted to keep the beach open because now what season is this? this is now spring break. A lot of the spring breakers are looking for beaches. And of course, Disney being closed, they got no, they have nowhere to go uh, other than home or the self-quarantine. But a lot of the young folks, they're going out to the beaches. And I think there was one uh, scene where the local news says, let's go, you know, like they're on the, you know, the anchors, like, let's go to Clearwater Beach. And then all of a sudden they show the shot of of Clearwater Beach and there's like a whole bunch of people, Mm -hmm. lots of people, lots of people. And that, that to me, when you look at it from an infectious uh, disease standpoint, that is just like, you know, you don't know who has it. You know, a lot of people who, um, who are positive for the coronavirus, they, you know, they may not show symptoms right away. That's why they ask for the 14 uh, day, you know, period for it, the incubation period. Right. So you don't know who has it there. And I think um, Clearwater Beach, especially a lot of the beaches, especially in, in the in the country, that is their driving income. Right. So if the beaches go, then there goes their income and there goes the city. But, you know, you're looking at like two weeks, then you hear like eight weeks. Now I'm hearing 18 months going out so i'm not too sure what's going on here yeah i mean just being honest like i i was getting worried about the 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 longer things went on and and you know we weren't really hearing anything from aapc the the only thing i was worried about was travel i mean you know once i got there i felt like well i can stay away from people you know once we're there but yeah if you're in an airplane or an airport it's impossible to to stay away. So, I mean, I, I was relieved yeah. that, that, that they've moved it virtual so we can still actually do it. We can still actually, you know, get those CEUs and um, get to do our presentation. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 
it is crazy. Like here, our governor just announced that our schools are closed until mm-hmm. uh, April the seventeenth, which before they oh, were gosh, su- yeah. yeah they were supposed to go back uh, next Monday. So yeah. yeah, I mean everything is these are uncharted waters. I think for all of us and. Um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's intense, but, um, uh, you will not find me out on a beach anytime soon or <laughs> in an airplane anytime soon. So pretty yeah. crazy. Uh, oh, going back, going back to your, I, I, I knew I had to ask, answer your question. Your question was, um, what can we expect with the, the virtual conference, uh, now that it's being virtual? Um, I don't know. I think the the way I see it, like, of course, when you when you think of a physical when you think of a physical conference, right? And I'm sure HealthCon or our AAPC will kind of unravel this as as we move forward. I think this this episode will release sometime this week, um, and probably by then they'll have some news. But here's my initial thought: when you think of a conference, right? You have the exhibit hall, and then you have the um, you have the sessions, right? They're all in the ballrooms, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're going to turn this to a virtual environment, um, the only thing that I can think of that kind of mirrored it was uh, Ahima did this. They did a a, a, he, a virtual career fair, right? So, basically, you go into, um, I don't know, like, you go into a virtual room, but you have to have a virtual room or a virtual exhibit hall, Right. And I guess it's more like chat, chat, um, chat based. Okay. Right. So if you, if you, let's, so if like, if, if you, let's say for ego, you go into a virtual room and then you have all of the list of the exhibitors, they're going to be in their, you know, in, in their places. But let's say if you want to see what's going on, maybe you want to enter a raffle, you go to that exhibitor and then you just put in information. If you want more information from that exhibitor or that vendor, you would, enter your it's the same thing like going to a website when you enter your email address right right so it's it's a little bit more streamlined but of course the person-to-person contact would not be there um for the speaking i think it would be the same thing you know you would have a list of or maybe they would kind of regulate like okay here's day one uh at this time here are the here are the uh, sessions that are available. I, I know when you go to an AAPC meeting, the only the only difference from AAPC and AHIMA, once you sign up, you got you have the CEUs, right? It doesn't matter if you attended or not. <laughs> but with AAPC, they're very they're very strict, right? You have to be in the session. You have to finish it through to the end. You cannot leave because every time that I have gone to a, a local chapter, um, they you have to stay to the end. And uh, I think they give you a number, right? They give you a reference number right. that you can enter so that way you can get credit for that CEU. So that's the one thing that is that uh, I think virtually you have to go in, you have to stay in the whole time. At the end, I'm sure, I don't know how that's, we're probably going to have like some moderator there uh, at the end that says, well, thank you, Jeff and Brian, for your presentation. Here is the reference code for uh, their presentation. And then they're going to go ahead and do that. And then they'll just you know close the close the webinar and that's it uh so that's probably going to be done on an individualistic basic that's how i see it um but that yeah it, sh- it it should work but i think the only missing piece which i which i was looking for uh was more of the networking right um i don't know how the networking will be in place but here's the thing when i went to when i went to um even even healthcon had it too but when even when i went to uh what do you call that 
when I went to the ACDIS conference, they had a conference app, right? So what that means is that basically all the attendees are in the app. You're able to, same thing like Facebook, same thing like a social media platform. You're able to connect with people who are in the conference. Uh, you're able to send uh, virtual business cards. I think they had, uh, AAPC had this uh, a similar app when I was in HealthCon in Las Vegas. So uh, if they had a great technology there. I'm sure they're going to do it virtually uh, for this virtual conference. And I'm sure a lot of the virtual conferences, aside from AAPC, will probably do the same thing. It's just a different right. user right. interface. No, I mean, that's exciting. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to it either way. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I think we are going to be missing out quite a bit on that kind of face-to-face interaction that you can get, you know, mm-hmm. even... Even just walking through the halls, you know, like going from one seminar to the yeah. next or going to lunch or whatever, you're meeting all these people that, um, you know, on a regular day to day basis, you won't. And, and maybe we not, might not get that opportunity to do it online. But but yeah, I, 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 I'm still looking forward to it. I, I still think we're going to knock it out of the park. And another thing I thought about was, you know, when you go to these physical conferences, uh, there's limited seating and not saying that we were going to sell out the place, but I think now that it's <laughs> <laughs> now that it's virtual, uh, it, it opens it opens the door to more people joining because there's, I, you know, I assume there's no limit uh, virtually to how many people yeah. can join mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there were other uh, sessions that I was registering for one in particular, I think that was already full that I wasn't able to get into, but I'm hoping now oh, since we're yeah. moving to virtual, I'll be able to, to attend. So I, I, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to the, to the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, I, we, when I, um, cause we've been in contact throughout the process and I said, Oh, Oh, the, the, you know, <laughs> I was messaging Jeff. Oh, they're, they're closing Disneyland. Oh, they're closing <laughs> Disney World. Oh, they're closing the resorts. Oh, they're going to close the health. They're going to cancel. Or they're going to turn, um, they're going to turn HealthCon into a virtual. Like, oh, no, what were we going to do? And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we've been in contact together. We're like, you know, what are we, you know, like, like, like we had an initial plan for a face to face. Now, you know, you have to, I mean, the, 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 it changes and now you're like, well, now the game plan changes. I right. mean, the, the story is going to be the same, but I think it's just more of us like, you know, uh, performing, like, you know, performing our presentation, getting you excited about, well, being aware of what to expect in a work at home environment. Um, but also the good sides, also a lot of humor. I know it's going to be, there was going to be a lot of humor and laughing and you guys were going to finish off your day smiling and then eating nachos. That was the plan, but there's no plan for that. Maybe we'll just say, just go to uh, Taco Bell or something like that or your local, uh, uh, nacho distributor <laughs> and then have a good day or something, something like that, you know? Um, your local that was nacho distributor. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Local nacho joint. I know there's a lot. Of, like I know there, there, you have to have one. Of course, um, of course. But I know Coronado, Coronado Springs was mine. That was it. I said I, I don't even have to. I don't. I don't worry about anybody else. That was that was the spot. And I was like, oh, you know, that I have to bring Jeff over. Now we can't have that. So that was the idea. Um, the other thing that I did want to mention is like I guess a question that we have, and hopefully some people on AAPC are listening is. What's the format? Because when I've done virtual uh, meetings, AAPC meetings, 
which you haven't. You haven't done any AAPC meetings. So while we have you here, you know, the, you know, get Jeff <laughs> to some of these local chapters. He, he's, uh, what, are, what are some of your specialties, uh, by the way, that you can talk on? I know I'm throwing that question out there. Like coding specialties? Coding, just in coding, yeah. If, they, if let's say because you you never have you ever done a local APC chapter? No, I've never I've never spoken Event? to a local oh, chapter. Geez. I know. Yeah, that was the that was the first question to ask. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I could go we, so I could go done? talk about IR, um, which I definitely did not oh, want to nice. do at HealthCon because Dr. Z is going to be there, which he's He's like a rock yeah. star in, in the IR world. Um, yeah, I'd love to go talk about IR. And, but, you know, honestly, Brian, I, I thought about going and doing something similar to what we're doing here. Um, because I think mm-hmm. a lot of the, the folks, at least in my local chapter, don't work remotely and probably, oh. you know, probably want to. And so I think that, you know, something a little similar to this, you know, obviously I wouldn't have you there, but but talk about the transition from uh you know working at a desk job at an office to working at your desk job at home uh is definitely something yeah. I'd, I'd i'd like to do but yeah i mean i could you know go talk about ir talk about uh enms talk about management uh especially being new to management um mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know i i think that that's something that might interest people yeah management yeah yeah mm-hmm. so the Definitely a lot of opportunities there, but I don't know when we're going to have another, uh, you know, local chapter meeting in person. I think it, it might be a, a few months before we start seeing that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. There's uh, the one in, um, I was supposed to do one. Uh, April was going to be a very, a very bu- well, April is going to be a very busy month for me because I have um, uh, HealthCon and then I had um, Orlando. Uh, mm-hmm. The Greater Orlando chapter. They invited me in person, but now they made it virtual. So okay, well now that's a virtual. Then I have one in New Jersey. Then I have one again, another place in Florida. The villages in Florida. Uh, I think uh, there's other places, but they're now just up turning into virtual. So that's what we see now for the next coming months. Again, we don't know how many, you know, how long we have to be in our houses. So <laughs> it's going to be virtual time. And so when you think about AAPC and local chapters, even like uh, local AHIMA chapters, uh, state associations, they're canceling their sessions. They're just right. canceling it, you know. Right. Uh, but ever since HealthCon, I think from the last conference, decided to allow virtual sessions, uh, that opens the door to a lot. And, I, and, and this, you know, goes to everybody listening out there. I mean, if you want to speak, this is your time to do it because uh, there's one. I, oh yes, in, in um, Cherry Cherry Hill, New Jersey, the, you know, from, from the president up there, uh, Davina, uh, she's she, like, from what I get from her, like they need speakers, like there's not enough speakers, and they're always trying to fill uh, their monthly slot, and you know, sometimes they have specific topics, maybe they don't. Uh, sometimes they pick not non-coding related topics. Um, or maybe they have a physician, or maybe they talk about human trafficking, or something that's more you know non-coding related, but also um, uh, healthcare related. So the, the 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 opportunities are endless. So I'm like, so when I came to you, Jeff, I'm like, have you done an APC chapter meeting? He's like, no. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you have a pod, you have busy. a podcast. You do, yeah, yeah. You do podcast. You you had a, you had a podcast. You do. Uh, you're a musician. Uh, I'm like, you haven't done well. Well, you know what? I'm going to make you do this. Health 
I was going to leverage you um, as a national speaker. Like, well, if your first one is going to be uh, uh, APC chapter, you might as well be a national speaking gig. So uh, when you do it, then you can be labeled as a national speaker. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Why yeah. Why I not? wanted to start from the top and work my way down. So. <laughs> <laughs> Start nationally and then work your way to the local chapters. Yeah, that's, that's how right. it works. Yes. I, and, but the thing is, like, when the thing is, when you do, um, well, here's what to expect. I don't know if you're gonna ex- what to know what to expect when you become a national speaker. I mean, I think I mentioned this the last time. You're you're gonna be noticed, and so they're gonna be coming to you like Jeff. I heard you from uh, from uh, HealthCon speaking with Brian. I think you're great. Do you mind uh, speaking for our local chapter? And you'll get that. You'll get a bunch of emails like that. And um, you know they're great. They're they're great opportunities. They're like you know either an hour, two hours. It gives you like some of those chops, some practice. Yeah. You know, in speaking and preparing. And sometimes you you know, uh, some one of the one of the tricks that I have is you know because the the opportunities are so vast. You can just stick to one presentation, right? Stick to one presentation and then just do it nationally. That's what I've been doing, one presentation only. Uh, If I have to return back, it's going to be something different or it's going to be an extension of my initial presentation. Right. So it's like a little bit of an evolution process when you do it. So you kind of develop your repertoire. Same thing like as a musician, you know, you have your songs. If you, they get bored of your songs, you do another song, <laughs> so something, <laughs> something to that effect. So that that's something to expect, and um, yeah, that, that's what I want to do. Like moving forward, like I don't want to do, uh, you know, speaking engagements by myself. I want to have somebody with me. Yeah, no, that 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 excites me a lot. I mean, if people want to reach out to me afterwards, and uh, I'd be happy to speak, you know, to any any chapter that wanted me to be there. Um, it's it's something I like doing. I mean, you know, I I like being in front of a crowd. Like you mentioned, uh, I'm a musician, and I did air quotes there. Um, I'm in a band with musicians uh, that they let me be in the band, and I love being in front of people and performing. I love, you know, I was a teacher for three years. Here uh, I taught coding. I I love being in front of an audience and and trying to engage people. So. Uh, so I, you know, I'll take this opportunity to publicly thank you for, um, asking me to do this presentation with you. Cause I, I'm super excited about it. All right, cool. So, um, let's get back to the, well, we haven't stopped talking about coronavirus. So what's been going on with the coronavirus in, in your area? So that way, cause you know, everybody's dealing with it and, uh, I know I'm dealing with it. I can share my, my, my experiences, but what, how how has the coronavirus been with you in your neck of the woods? Um, well, it it has been you know I think like everybody it's it's been changing rapidly you know for a while all we were doing was hearing about it you know that that it was present in other states but now we've got forty I think close to forty confirmed cases um, and uh, testing has ramped up they've started doing drive through testing now. Um, at the local hospital, um, where I live currently, I live in, in Little Rock. Um, they've taken some, some pretty extreme measures. Um, there's a curfew. Uh, so you're, unless you're going to work, you can't be out, um, in the town from midnight until 5 AM. Uh, they've, yeah, they've shut down all the bars and restaurants other than, uh, curbside pickup. 
but you can't go in and sit down. Um, like I mentioned earlier, the schools have been shut down. They, they actually shut down about two weeks ago with the intent to open back up on March the 30th. Uh, but that's been pushed as of today to the 17th. Um, and, you know, just kind of everything you've seen on the news with people panic buying toilet paper and soap. Uh, there's a lot of empty shelves. <laughs> a lot of empty shelves at the I, grocery I don't, store. I don't, I, don't, I don't get the toilet paper. I mean, I, I, I talk with my wife a lot. She's an ER nurse. And, you know, we're, we're coding professionals. And we understand that. You know, we're, we're just sharing, we're just kind of venting, but, you know, the coronavirus is a respiratory disease, and why is everybody taking toilet paper? <laughs> uh, thinking that it's a GI issue? I mean, I, you know, diarrhea is not listed as part of the... Uh, as the symptomology of coronavirus, very, I, I just yeah, don't. It's, I just don't get it. It's very strange to me too. I mean, I, I don't know if people just don't want to leave their house at all, you know. So they think, well, I can't even be outside. I've got to take advantage of uh, all this toilet paper that I can since I'm going to be in my house forever. But, mm. uh, but mm. yeah, I mean, it it it's definitely it's been strange, man. It's been. You know, we've we've had the. I have two small kids, uh, four and six mm-hmm. years old, and you know they've been home and asking questions about why they're not going to school, and uh, you know it's it's a strange time, but but we're we're making it. I mean, you know, we're we're still getting out and walking around and uh, in the neighborhood and stuff, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we've been canceling a lot of play dates and and. Um, oh yeah. Next week uh, was supposed to be spring break, and it's my wife's birthday, and we were going to take a little trip, but that has been canceled too. So, it, you know, oh jeez, yeah, it's 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 just weird. I don't know, but it's got to be strange for you guys being so close to Disney because I know that that I mean they just shut down, right? They just shut the Disney. Store. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. They just shut down. Um... Cause that's what I that's 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 all we do here. <laughs> that's, the 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 Disney World is my is my mall. You know that's not my mall, but my wife's mall. She likes to just go there. We park. We we don't ride the rides. She just goes straight to the shops and just you know gets all the collectibles and we're done. And then <laughs> then we go maybe go eat somewhere and then that's it. So like the Disney World is like her mall for her because we're not that far away. Um, if you guys, oh, well, geez, I don't know when I'm gonna release this, but I released a um. Uh, since everybody's at home, I released a like a story uh, on my Instagram page showing the travel time from um, it's called Celebration, which which in you know just a long story short was a town that was originally bought by Disney uh, from Celebration to where I live or the exit that I live is called Champions Gate. In between is what's called World Drive. Where Disney, the entrance to Disney World, the Magic Kingdom, that road straight all the way up there leads you straight to Magic Kingdom. Uh, the drive from there, uh, typically, you know, now with with the traffic, um, would normally take like an hour, and it's like less than six miles. Uh, but I t- I drove there this afternoon because I had a my wife had to get her her car fixed and we were picking it up. She went to work and I'm like, well, I'm gonna go home. And so the drive was actually just five minutes. 
Wow. <laughs> there was no traffic. And um, you saw the long straightaway. Like I made a turn and I took the, the pathway and you see that long straightaway and a couple overpasses. All of that would be packed. And then yeah. on the left, on the left, on the right side, you would see traffic from Disney going into I-4. All of that would have been packed. And all of that took just five minutes. So a lot of people are at home. Um, I hear uh, the restaurants are being shut down, but they're shut down. But at the but the next step is that they they laid off their employees because they did not they're not servicing anybody. So wow. like some of the restaurants like Splitsville, um, the a lot of the Landry restaurants like uh like uh, what do you call it? Rainforest Cafe, uh, Yak and Yeti, which is in Animal Kingdom, they laid off their employees. They laid them off. Uh, because they're not expecting to do any service. So now they're in, unemployed, uh, which is pretty sad. Um, as far as the um, the toilet paper thing, uh, it was crazy because there's there's still... I think they have it, but they just don't have enough people to stock it. So what um, they've been... The gro- local grocery sh- uh, here, which is Publix, um, they've been closing early. Like they usually stay up to like nine or ten o'clock, but they close at eight o'clock uh, in order for them to sanitize and then to restock. Right. And then they open up at seven o'clock, and then they they do the process again. And then now, now they're limiting. You know, you can only take one or two packs as opposed to, you know, because <laughs> they posted one uh, one video from Australia where this 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 I think mother and daughter they took like a whole cart full, and this one lady got tried to take one, and then. And then, you know, just like the soup Nazi, no soup for you. And then she says, no, one pack for you. And she, she, you know, they were on a big fight. Big fight. I just don't, again, I just don't understand the toilet paper. So uh, over here, it, it, you know, over here in, in Central Florida, it's a lot of hospitality management uh, business that is right. very, very much uh, being hindered. Because, you know, you're talking about the hotels. The hotels for Disney, a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of them. And including even the surrounding ones. Those are even being affected. And then I have some travel agent friends that are also being affected. Why? Because they're canceling their trips. Right. So, like, for example, we have a trip coming up in France. Uh, but that's not until September. But then when we hear things like, you know, 18 months out, well, that that falls into the window of us going to France and Paris and, and London and all of that. Right. Um, and we're like, well, you know, we don't want to travel. And then, you know, you think again, it goes back to the concept of being stuck in customs. You don't know who's who else, where they came from, what they have and the exposure. Because, again, the, the common denominator for me that I've seen people who have um, the coronavirus are travelers. So that's that's one of the things that we worry about. Um, as far as my kids, uh, my kids, uh, nothing, 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 nothing has changed because for since I've moved from South Florida to here, they've been in virtual school. So they're, they're like, you know, away from society already to begin with. <laughs> so they, they already, they're, they're, to them, there's like, well, what do we do now? But the thing is that, um, which we'll talk about too, which we'll kind of, uh, touch on is, uh, the schools here, they, like they close too. But they've given them the online option, right? They've given them an online ability to take school online, right? So mm-hmm. they give them laptops, whatever it may be. 
um, <clears throat> Florida canceled uh, state testing, like the FSA, uh, even end of year exams for certain grades. They canceled them for the rest of the year. Uh, I haven't told my son yet, <laughs> so <laughs> I, my my daughters only know that there's no there's no state testing and no end of year testing. Because if I tell my son, he's just not gonna study. So I just <laughs> told him I didn't tell him anything yet. So um, so they end that year. And the thing is that they're even giving like a lot of graduations are being canceled, uh, especially for those that are seniors. Um, we have family in the University of Florida who's supposed to be graduating nursing. Well, until they found out that one somebody uh, there's a, a coronavirus case in the University of Florida, well, they cancel all the, the all the graduation ceremonies. Yeah. So especially for those that you know, especially for those that are graduating in HIM and coding or any any healthcare related, their graduations are gone too. So that's that's a big shame. Um, another thing with the education is that they're even giving the option of you know, you hear some some. I think is it is it Kansas or I think is it I think it's Kansas where they canceled the rest of the year. So basically, like you know, their education is incomplete. From what I know here in Florida, they're even giving the option to repeat the grade again. I'm like, you know, that that is a lot of work to repeat a grade, but unless. Your child does not feel comfortable moving right. into the next grade. That at least is an option. So that that is a big one too. Uh, so what we're seeing now, which is our next topic, is you know for those that have not worked from home, they're now at home. That's one thing, right? But then to to uh, work from home and then have your kids at home because no, the norm is at least for you, right? You work at home. But then your kids are at school. So you would send them to school, you work, you would finish or you pick them up and then you bring them home. At least for some certain amount of time, they're not at home. Right. So what I'm seeing is a lot of <laughs> a lot of parents who have their children home, non even non-medical coders, they are uh, ripping their hair out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're going crazy. And uh, one thing, uh, I have to give a shout out to Dward if he's listening. Dward, uh, Dward, um, he posted. A, I don't know if you saw it. The um, the meme of a parent who staged a picture, right? So the 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 parent is uh, working at home, has the earphones on, but then has the kids laying on the floor tied up no. with, <laughs> with tape in their mouth. <laughs> So, you know, uh, that that is a bit extreme, but I guess it, it portrays the um, I think the frustration, right? When you have kids at home and you're working. So for those that um, for those like for me, I don't have the issue, but I did have the issue. Right. But for those that and this is going back to you, for those that that are working from home and have now have kids at home. So it's to, to, to them or to me, it feels like a summer. Right. So what? But the thing is that if they are doing homeschool, I think that's the challenge too. Is if they cannot go back to school and they're given the homeschool option, uh, well, what do you do? I mean, are you are you prepared for that? I know your your wife is is a teacher, correct? So that that shouldn't be an issue for you. So how how would you be dealing with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, normally, you know, when when they're going to school. Uh, my daughter's in elementary school. My son goes to pre-K, and you know they're both oh, at school boy, by yeah. eight a.m. Uh, they don't get home until four thirty, so that's plenty of time for me to get a solid eight hours of work in. 
but now they're home. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife is also home. She's a teacher because the school's closed. Now, our our situation is good because, you know, I can work during the day. My wife's been home to watch the kids. But um, as a teacher, w- with our kids anyway, they have these things called uh, AMI packets, which are alternative methods of instruction. Mm-hmm. So even though the ki- like the students of the school are out of school, they still have to work on these packets to make it count as a school day. Um, so uh, basically, my wife is having to watch our children and also, you know, answer questions from uh, students, that, you know, via email or or um, they have an app that they use that the parents use and stuff. So so that's very difficult. Right. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy to work at home, no, it's you not. know, Mm-mm. with two small kids, even, even when you have help, like I do, um, you know, my suggestion <laughs> or my advice to people that are in similar situations, um, is to sit down and have a conversation with your manager, uh, your leader, um, tell them what's going on. I mean, you know, like I said earlier, these are uncharted waters even for um, people who have been working from home for a long time. That that's a new yeah. Um, that's a new problem for people because um, you know, like say I was a single parent uh, and I had nobody, you know, or oh, it, yeah, if my wife had a different job and she had to go to work, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you're stuck with kids by yourself. Uh, and if, especially in coding, if you're working in a production environment where you're supposed to meet a productivity goal, um, that can be very challenging with kids at home. So, uh, you know, my advice would be, um, and speaking as a manager, what I told my people is, you know, let's talk about this. Let's, let's see if, you know, what we can do, um, about changing a schedule up. Um, you know, and I mean, there's still issues where, uh, even, you know, being flexible with a schedule, it's still hard. There's only so many hours in the day. Um, yeah. so mm-hmm. I, I think anybody that's struggling with that, just know that, that, um, you know, this is a temporary problem, hopefully not the 18 yeah. months that, that has been <laughs> talked about. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the worst case scenario. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's just going to be one of those things where we've got to all ride this out together over the next few yep, months at least, you know. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. it. Uh, my heart goes out to anybody that's dealing with that. I mean, it, it's it's lovely having the kids home. But, yeah, if you're trying to get your job done, uh, it's a distraction. It's it's definitely difficult to do. My, my scenario is different, but I can, I can glean on um, – I guess when I first moved here in and we'll probably talk about we'll definitely talk about this in our presentation, but I might as well share it now a little bit is when I moved here, I I did not know what to expect from a remote environment. That's what you're going to get in the presentation. But um, what I can share is transitioning from a on-site environment to a remote environment but then at the same time my kids were doing the same thing right they were transitioning from so i dealt with this already back in february 2018 so like i was already prepared i i had some i guess uh you know growing pains with that so the way it was set up for us is i had to transition them from you know get them out of the regular school put them into a virtual school so the school that we use is called florida virtual school flvs 
so if you guys are looking into like let's say for example after all of this maybe the the virtual school might be a good option after this maybe because you, you never know what's going on after the the coronavirus and virtual school might be a, a better option check it out maybe your state has one so uh we had to uh, sign up with our our county but then there's a state florida virtual school so we signed up for that that process you know the same thing you have to provide transcripts everything whatever it may be and you submit that the way it works is that i am the counselor i am the school counselor that's how they set it up that's how they labeled me so the kids come to me like who's our counselor i am and uh, i am your (laughs) i'm your counselor now so now you have to report to me and they're like oh no daddy come on and so um the the initial i guess what what you guys had to expect for those that are transitioning from a um from a on-site school to a virtual school is the fact that you have to as a counselor you have to be on top of them uh for me i have three so it's much more difficult i have two high schoolers and one middle school Mm -hmm. and the curriculars are all different try to ask me to to help them with math now i sure cannot do that (laughs) but you have to but here's the thing is that you the in virtual school they have to meet a certain amount of assignments per week so what you try to strive for is every week they should be completing a certain amount of assignments. They have to be like, really, they have to meet their deadlines. Right. Uh, so they you know, my kids do like school whenever they want. You know, it's not like a you wake up at eight o'clock, you finish them at two o'clock. They 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 have now their own schedule. They stay up till like 12 midnight. I, I'm sleeping already. They stay up till 12 midnight. I wake up at six. They wake up at 11 and they're finished at four. You know, they have it down to a, they develop their own system. That's what I encourage with them is to develop their system on how they can get their assignments done. Yeah, they can get it done fast. They could do it at their own pace. They could. And usually the, the virtual schools have a pace setting a schedule. Right. So that they meet their deadlines. They're good. But they're also given the option of going ahead. So my kids have figured, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead. They even do school during the weekend because now, of course, with the quarantine, they got nothing else to do. So on Sunday, my daughter does, you know, her 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 biology. My son does his geometry. They do their schoolwork. They go into the night. Uh, doing it because there's nothing else to do. Not that there's no Disney. So they they are now, because of virtual school, they're going to finish before, they're going to finish. Their school is not, they haven't stopped. And um, they're going to finish early and they're going to complete the course as oh, wow. opposed to now, you know, you have a scenario where they might be incomplete, uh, giving the option of repeating the course again. To me, that is like, oh, you know, that's very heartbreaking because, you know, you the, the kids do so much work and then to re uh, do all of that work again. That to me is like, you know, it's like you, you don't want that for your kids. Right. So uh if this is the point where, like, you know what, I don't think, you know, um, actual school might be a good option. I want to be, you know, have the option of going to virtual school. That would be it. And, of course, if you have any questions, definitely uh, reach out to me. I'd be glad to answer them because that, you know, I'll, I'll explain it in the, the presentation. But that was a process in itself that mirrors greatly when I transitioned from working 12 years in a hospital healthcare system to being stuck in a dungeon like almost <laughs> almost eight plus hours a day and then getting out of my office and like well what do i do i'm gonna go cook which is really a few steps away and then what do i do now i go upstairs and i go to sleep right when i wake up i go back down to the dungeon and it's like it's a it's a repeating process which will will definitely address as far as a pitfall all right so 
You know how much time we've been talking, Jeff? About over an hour. Is it really? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm looking at the clock. Over one hour. So uh, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Sure. So we, well, I'm going to ask uh, two questions. Of course, it's the same thing as before. Uh, the first question is, um, well, what does the future hold for you now? Last time, uh, you know, you mentioned your CPCI. You know, you were in your career. Now you're a manager, right? So what are your what are your goals now? What do you what do you look ahead to doing? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is funny, kind of looking back at what my goals were then uh, versus what they are now, uh, just because yeah. with everything that's changed. I mean, you know, I'm I'm fairly new in this management gig. It's only been two months, um, so I mean, my short term goals, meaning the rest of the year, is really to dig my heels into this and 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 try and become you know more skilled as a manager hopefully you know looking five years into the future now you know maybe moving into some mm-hmm. sort of director role um uh i've oh, also wow. been thinking about going back to school uh getting a master's degree i don't oh, really i don't know if that's oh, going nice. to happen but uh, i am in i'm in talks <laughs> with the university right now <laughs> so oh, nice um, very cool so yeah i mean that, that that's kind of the that's kind of the plan at the moment but I mean, ask me again in two years. We'll see what we'll see what actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you. We'll have you back on, and we'll revisit that question yeah. for sure. So, uh, so thank you for that. And of course, our last question is: well, of course, now uh, with what's going on, what's your best words of advice? Um, you know, b- best words of advice. I think, uh, and, and this is what I tell myself every day for the past couple weeks is that this is going to pass. Mm. You know, the, this this kind mm. of chaos that's happening um, uh, will eventually pass. And um, you know, if, if you're in the coding world, I know that things are a little crazy right now. Um, but I think that we're all in good positions. I, I think that, you know, um, the healthcare industry needs us. Uh, they always need us, but I think especially now, uh, you know, um, to be good at our jobs and, and, and to do it to the best of our abilities. Um, because uh, what we're in now is a healthcare crisis. And, and um, yeah. if we can make that process, uh, the process of healthcare a little bit smoother then that's that's helpful all around so uh you know my advice is uh just keep your head down keep working hard um man i sound like such a dad don't i uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh oh, but that's goodness. it yeah i mean you know it, it's crazy right now but we'll get through it and and uh, uh you know next year is a whole new whole new ball game so we'll see what happens yep Cool. And don't forget, wash your hands. That's don't touch right. Your face. Uh, what else? Social distancing, distancing, six feet apart. That's right. I have okay. never wanted to yeah. touch my face more than like the last three weeks. <laughs> it's all I think about. <laughs> so there you have it. That is my episode with Jeff White. For show notes, you can go to medicalcodinggeek.com slash podcast. And of course, the final word, please stay safe, social distancing, uh, self-isolation, six feet apart, wash your hands, don't touch your face, and stay safe out there. Thank you.
geek.com.